into it, dude. Let's get into it. It's uh, it's it's been a second, cool. and and starting back up the season. Yeah, I mean, we we decided to wait to do this pod. The the starting off the new NBA season on no easy buckets. We decided to wait and do this pod on Sunday. Start start our podcast on Sunday, kind of after the whole preseason was done, instead of just trying to like make something out of nothing after the during the preseason games. <laughs> Well, it's like it's like there's been so many, you know, moves this all season. You don't, you just kind of didn't really want to like talk over unders yeah. or do anything like that until the rosters were set. So, right, I wanted to see like last minute signings, and and, and we still have some question out there on some teams. But I think the deadline is Monday night or something, Monday afternoon, probably Eastern time sometime. But uh, but yeah, you pretty much know who's who, who's injured, who's going to start the season, like. You know, players like Kawhi Leonard, who's not going to start the season uh, completely healthy, he's going to miss the first game or so. So, I mean, that goes into account. But, um, but yeah, so we we have a pretty good grasp on like what's going on right now, um, and we just kind of wanted to go through. I mean, a lot of podcasts do this, but they go through the over unders before the season and kind of give a little snippet on each team. But uh, we, so we, you know, why 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 should we sit out the fun? <laughs> Yeah, dude. All, 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 I want, all I want to know is I want to I want to know how you get NBA media credentials because that is yeah. that's exactly what I'm going to do for every single home game this year <laughs> for the Memphis Grizzlies. You probably well each team decides their own media, and uh, I'm pretty sure you would just have to have some kind of evidence or like the PR person, the PR director would have to know of your. Well, I mean, like if you're Donald, if you're if you're the presidency, if you're the White House, all you have to do is have a right wing conservative uh, website, and you can get credentials. But for the NBA, maybe a little more strict. You're maybe, probably gonna maybe. have to have some some evidence. Uh, <laughs> NBA, yeah. If you all you have to have to do it on the, at the White House is, is a valid URL. Yeah, you just have to say good things about Donald Trump, and you can get to the White House for yeah. media purposes. But, but nonetheless. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Excuse me. Um, probably you'd probably have to have a legit website. Uh, you know, posted articles like actually have your name. Like you know, maybe like not 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 a business card, but like probably an LLC. Like probably like some kind of actual like not. That, I mean, websites get credentials. Like websites that don't actually have like a you know an headquarters or something get credentials by being an actual corporate i don't I, there's like some some legal crap you can do it's like so but. check so check this out check this out there's you can, there's for the grizzlies there's a a media credential application so <laughs> you can apply for the full season or a single game season as a writer or photographer really yeah well hey maybe you should try all you have, you have to you have to have uh like you have to list the name of your media organization and you have to have a valid url um, you have to have, uh, I guess it could be a headquarters. I'll, I would just put my address. Editor's name. Me. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, just put somebody. Yeah. Media category podcast for sure. We're a podcast and a <laughs> and a website and blog. We can. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. That that you might could honestly you probably especially like local media. Like you're, you may not get credentials to go to the Lakers game, but the Grizzlies is probably not that hard. I doubt their room is like their media room for post game is like chock full of people. You probably got your your websites, your newspapers, your Grind City media people, and then like some other you know some other randos. 
Yeah, it says photos will be published, question mark. I'm going to put yes. Why not? 100%. Pri- primary audience, plans for Grizz coverage. Like, this is legit. I'm going to fill this out Dude, for you, sure. Individually, individually, you apply for a photographer pass. Uh, pass uh, and uh, you, you take pictures during the game. Then as soon as the game's over, you go to the media, the pre- the post-game press conference as a writer. Oh, easily, easily. This is going to be, yeah, I'm definitely doing this for sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, yeah, that was side sidebar, sidebar. So, yeah, yeah, that's neat, yeah, not not pertaining to, doesn't pertain to, to everybody. But, but, yeah, let's jump into it. We want to do the Eastern Conference today. Eastern Conference today, run through those real quick. Uh, we're going to release that on, you know, Sunday night slash Monday morning. Uh, Monday, we will do the Western Conference and release that on Tuesday morning. And probably just to satisfy our our own, uh, you know, our own desires, we'll do a little sp- specific a specific Grizz podcast. Um, sorry, I accidentally muted myself for a second there. Uh, a specific Grizz podcast at once uh, tomorrow after we know the final roster. We'll, ch- we'll touch on them in the Over Under podcast, but then we'll do a specific one. Uh, talking about their roster moves is because uh, locally it is you know a hot topic uh, to quarter at the end of the season. So, but anyway, uh, let's get it started. Um, we're going to start from the bottom and go up because that's you know want to get more time to the good teams. Uh, the first, uh, the, well, the lowest win total uh, in the uh, maybe the NBA total. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, is uh, the Chicago Bulls, and we're using the Westgate Las Vegas Superbook numbers. Um, on this, uh, the over/under for them right now is twenty-one and a half. Twenty-one and a half is laughable. Let's just be. Wins. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Like twenty-one and a half is almost laughable. It's it's not it's not good. It's not like it's a pretty low number, especially for a team that made the playoffs last year. See, and that's like, what I'm saying. Like people forget. Like, <laughs> you make the you make the playoffs, but I, I don't understand. Like there's eighty-two games in a season. Twenty-one and a half wins, like. That's yeah. oh, that's so bad, so bad, man. That's, I mean, that's you know, that's a what? That's a fourth of the games of a season, pretty much. A little over a fourth of the games. So you're losing sixty games there uh, if you go under. Um, but honestly, the Bulls may have the roster built for that, and this is the <laughs> final season. Yeah, this is the final season that uh, it is more incentivized to tank uh, and be a, you know t- the one of the three worst records. So after this, in the 2019 season or 2019 draft per se, uh, the the rules are going to change. Where I think like the top seven teams or something like that are going to have the same odds, or you know, odds are basically if you're the if you have the worst record, your odds aren't near as good to get the first pick as they were in the past. So this may be one of those years to have the worst or the second worst record. Uh, um, to uh, the, it's, it's a good year to tank, for instance, and they their roster man. Whew, it's not it's good. So ba- it's so bad. I mean, who on their rosters? If you if you even just just look at it, it's Zach Levine. That's the only notable person on their roster. I mean, hey, the hell, they got Cameron Payne. Okay, they have Denzel Valentine. I mean, you know, doing decent mm-hmm. moves, I guess. The the highest paid person on their team is not even on their team anymore. Dwayne Wade, fifteen <laughs> and a half million. They bought out, yeah. I mean, you are going to see guys like Chris Dunn, who kind of got written off uh, at the last season because he didn't. He started very bad. He started very bad, and 
he got traded for um, that package from uh, Minnesota when they traded for Jimmy Butler. He was in that package. He actually looked pretty good in the preseason. So and they got marketing in the draft. He's a, he's a stretch kind of four, stretch five-ish player. He played really good in the Eurobasket, but didn't look too, too good in summer league. They have a couple. They have a, a lot of young players. They haven't made the best moves so far, but still have Robin Lopez uh, grabbing rebounds down there. But it's going to be they're going to be a team that they're looking to win as few games as possible, but get as much out of their young guys as possible, so they can either look to trade or build around certain guys. So they're probably going to look to hold on to people. Well, I mean, Levine's going to be up for a contract here soon anyway. He's a restricted guy, so. They've got some questions, but they're not going to be much fun to watch, in my opinion. No, I mean, it's it, to be honest, I hope Campaign shoots ten times a game, like ten jacks up ten threes a game, if I'm being honest. He just needs to get some minutes. People are like, I thought he was going to be a pretty good prospect, and I didn't think he was that bad in OKC in the limited minutes, but evidently the general scouting feedback on him is he's just not good. <laughs> he no. can't run a team. He can't run an offense. So maybe he may be, you know, two or three years and out. I'd say if he doesn't do contribute at least some this year, he's probably going to be out. This will be his third year, so easily. I mean, he's similar to like Wade Baldwin. You know, like he I, yeah. was a top twenty pick, and this is going to be his second year. You know, it may be even shorter for him, but similar, similar kind of uh, you know backgrounds. Good college players, but haven't really been able to translate that athleticism and scoring ability to the nba yeah no i agree i agree i, I just think that i mean who if, if you if you look at their roster who is who do you who would you pay to go and see on their roster bobby portis no i'd probably the only ones would be levine number one and then uh Q, quincy pondexter no i'm just kidding yeah. Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn, if he actually turns out to have, you know, be in control of that team and making plays and, and uh, really accelerating in his year two, I'd go see that. But that's really not – I mean, they brought back Miritich, who had a bad season last year. It's not much there. It's not much um, there. But for as far as the over-under, 21.5, it's a really low total. We haven't seen a lot of teams win less than that recently. I think I'm going to go under. I'm just. I mean, I know it's. I'm gonna go I under too. Gonna go I mean, under. yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. under. It's just, it's bad. It's very bad. You can't. I mean, uh, it won't just, be hard. The thing is, though, it won't be hard for them to reach that number. Like they win a couple games in a row, like get hot, win a game or two they're not supposed to, then it'll screw us up. But I don't think you can do that. Anyway, anyway, yeah. over yeah. over or under, no matter what you choose. I mean, everybody needs to write the Chicago Bulls off. No one ever needs. If you have season tickets, put them all on that NBA ticket exchange, NBA marketplace, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Sell everything for about five bucks a ticket, you know. Oh, yeah. You Recoup some of your losses. <laughs> well, uh, another another team, or next up after the Bulls, uh, as far as, like, lowest totals, another team that nobody wants to watch, the Atlanta Hawks. Hot Atlanta. Yeah. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. They, uh, their number is 25 and a half. They've lost in the past two years Horford, Al Horford, and Paul Millsap. Um, they have become a team that's looked towards for salary dumping. So, uh, you know, that's not never a good sign. Never a good sign that you're you're trying to win games when you're taking other players that teams don't want uh, just so they can afford to do, make moves. So, 
they don't uh, they didn't make really any notable notable signings or draft picks in the offseason. They did draft uh uh I forgot who off the top of my head forgot who they drafted, but um but yeah, I mean they they've Dennis Schroeder's probably the, the top player that they have uh this year. Baysmore looking to rebound from a bad year. You know, he signed a new contract. They uh they lost Tim Hardaway, uh, another player. Um yeah, they're not um not much I don't know, to man. say about him, man. Not not much to say. I do like. I'm not gonna lie. I like I like uh, Schroeder and and Bazemore. I like I like the the way they play. Um, I mean, they can I don't know, be man. exciting, but I, they can them they, they can the be exciting. I mean, they're no, by the way, their draft pick was John Collins out of Wake Forest, who's super athletic, like power forward. Um, I'm pretty sure he, they. I'm, sh- yeah. I'm pretty sure they picked up Tyler Dorsey too. Yeah, from, yeah, from, uh, Oregon. from Oregon. Yeah. He has a good scoring guard. I could actually see him getting good minutes for them uh, because they're not going to have Schroeder. He's not. He's not a bad point guard, but I just don't think him being your probably your honestly your best player. It's not good. No, um, it's not good. They don't. Uh, they are known as they 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 develop wing talent very well. So they have players like DeAndre Bembry and Torian Prince who sh- flashed a little bit last year. They were first round picks a year ago. Not this past year, but the year before, and you know they've had players like Damari Carroll, Kent Bazemore, Kyle Korver, who really you know made his money in Atlanta. All those players that you know, and even Tim Hardaway, who went and got a huge contract this offseason. They are, I don't know if it's the offense, if it's just the you know the, like like Phoenix, where old players go to get healthy. It's just one of those places where young mediocre wings go, and then they have great years. They either get they re-sign for a lot of money in Atlanta, like Bazemore, or they go off and play other places. So um, I would, I do look for either Bembry or Prince to probably have a breakout season in year two. Um, maybe not, you know, definitely not all-star level, but, you know, averaging like 15, 16 points a game, close to 20, something like that. Probably Prince. I, I like Torian Prince, so he he's probably going to be that player. But nothing to me – makes me think they'll actually be competing night in and night out uh the way the way i look at it is if if you look at a roster and you're would you go see this team weekly is basically what i'm saying throw under over under out of it i i would not go see this team on a weekly basis absolutely not no i wouldn't i wouldn't definitely not go see them i mean i probably wouldn't go see them when they were good no, I was about to say, does it? <laughs> no. uh, do any actual Atlanta residents go and watch the Hawks? I think they actually have a decent fan base. Uh, I mean, they're they're like, it's just when I mean they've been good. They've been kind of similar to the Grizzlies. It's like the Miami Heat fan base, though. It's like all. Well, it's just like the Miami Heat's fan base. You know, back when they had LeBron, they were you know they packed it out, but it's just a bunch of people that aren't from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're just. No, I feel you. I, yeah, I'm going to probably go under 25 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go yeah. two back-to-back unders. I actually think they could have a worse, uh, the worst record in the East. Um, aside from, uh, aside from uh, Chicago. Went blank there for a second. But, yeah, I think no, they could I... actually be the worst team in the league. So I'm going to um, go. I'm going to. I'm also, I'm also, I'm, I'm kind of neutral on this, so it's like, I don't, it's at 25 and a half. I don't, I mean, I'm gonna go under. I'll say, I'll say, I'm closer to 25 than 26 games. I don't, mm-hmm. I definitely think the Chicago Bulls are gonna be so much worse. 
Okay. Well, that's, you know, we, we, a little disagreement there. So you're going over, I'm going under. Oh, no, no. I'm definitely going to go under, but I, I don't under. think that, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Bulls are going to be better okay. than the Hawks for sure. Yeah. Uh, nah, no way. Two, two teams that, you know, nobody's going to watch that much. Not, not a lot of national games. So, um, next, uh, uh Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn. 28 and a half. 28 and a half. That's probably their highest in several years. Notable addition, the GOAT. (laughs) The GOAT at getting subtweeted and called out, calling out other teammates, D'Angelo Russell. (laughs) The GOAT at calling out Swaggy P for outing Swaggy P. That's his claim to fame. I'm a big big Russell fan, though. I love I love D'Angelo Russell not for not for the not for the that, reasons I just mentioned yeah but you know no I like his game yeah he uh, I was really wanted the uh, the Lakers fans just kind of turned on him it's a big market bad coaching in the years the first year he was there I don't know I think he could have played well with with uh, Lonzo uh, you know they had other plans I like the trade for Brooklyn I think he's going to get starter minutes him and Jay Lynn uh, Jeremy Lynn playing together I think he's going to have a breakout season I think it's going to be a pretty good. Um, I think he's gonna have a pretty good season, uh, D'Angelo. I think he'll probably average twenty and ten or close to ten assists. I think he's really got good vision, so he'll probably more likely like twenty-one and seven or something like that. But I think he has. Uh, he's gonna be. He's gonna really up his value. He's got. He be, he'll be a restricted free agent in a year or two. Uh, I think it's in, after year four, so uh, or maybe in line for an early extension. So their roster is not as bad as it has been in years past. Uh, Jeremy Lin, if he can stay healthy, they always play well when he's in the lineup. And, uh, you know, they got players like Damari Carroll, who was a salary dump for Toronto, but still young enough to make some to, – to, to make his way in the league. I think he could still get good minutes. And then they have got Alan Crabb as another salary dump from – uh, Portland, who you know they tried to sign last year, and, and, and Portland matched the contract, but then they gave up on him this season. So, I think they they have a fun roster, definitely the best from outside looking in roster that than they have had in probably two or three years. I was about to say from from what they've had in years past to kind of what they have now, even with the what you were saying the salary dumps. I mean, they're not going to be a, a horrible team to watch. By any means, I love the addition of Russell. Um, I know that the trades of kind of years past have kind of, for lack of a better word, crippled. Yeah. The the the, the organization. They still don't so, have their I mean, first round pick next year. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. It's insane that you can be that bad at at yeah. management. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I know that you know kind of what you got and back when you did the whole Paul Pierce and the, the mega the mega deal for like 47 first round picks is what it kind of feels like uh, I mean you just don't you can't trade away every single pick that you've ever had in your entire life yeah that uh, there's rules in place now where you can't I mean it's just it's that was one of the worst trades of our generation definitely um, I, w- I would say it is the worst trade that I've, <laughs> I've ever yeah. witnessed but even though all those nice things that I said about their roster I still think they're gonna go under twenty eight and a half wins. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I'm only saying under twenty eight and a half just because I want to see uh, Cleveland just rock and roll with that pick. Yeah. Like I hope they. I, I don't want them. They're not obviously gonna tank, but you know, I'm I'm gonna go under just for the sake of the Cavs pick. Yeah, yeah, I think just, uh, just so just so Boston can kind of feel that one a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, for real. 
for real, uh, stick it to him one last time. Um, yeah, so we're both under on Brooklyn as well. Their number was 28.5. I think, uh, you know, we, we've gone three straight unders. One of those teams might burn us. But I still feel like those are pretty confidently the three of the worst teams in uh, the NBA, especially the Eastern Conference. Uh, they may steal a few wins away from each other, but we'll see there. Uh, ne- next is the New York Knicks, who uh, their number is 30 and a half. So 30.5. Um, they Did that, got, do you know if that do you know if that number went up or down after the mellow trade? I don't know. I didn't see it uh, before the trade. I don't know if they released them or not. If that early, they may have, but I didn't see it before. Um, I would imagine it wasn't much different. I would imagine oh. if it was any different, it was probably like 32 or 33. I wouldn't have. Um, I wouldn't think he's worth that many. It's on that team worth that many more wins, just because they you know they finished in the lottery the past couple years with him, so. Um, but 30 and a half is not a hard number to reach. They have enough talent, you know, with, uh, Porzingis and, uh, now they have, you know, Tim Hardaway, who they gave way too much money to, uh, Frank Nicolina, who uh, was their first round draft pick, who went right before Dennis Smith, maybe have been a mistake. I still think he's going to be good, uh, but he's going to be directly compared to Dennis Smith for the, you know, the next probably two years and that's not the best person to be compared to uh enos Cantor came over in that mellow trade as well uh he's a a scoring big probably off the bench for them he's he, he i mean he's been on a playoff team for a couple years so he's not he's good got good experience i don't know if they'll be able to use him that well but you know doug mcdermott as well they got some nice they have some nice players they got serviceable team. people no they're definitely not a playoff team what's the what's the over under 30 and a half i don't know man I'm just I want to see how Porzingis reacts as a number one option. You know what I'm saying? Like how he, I, there so, now there's no question. Clear. There's, there, I don't think there was in like last year either. Like I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. Melo is amazing, but Melo is not a number one guy anymore, in my opinion. No. He's definitely not a number one guy, especially when you have a, a guy like Chris Stapps on your team that's, you know, not head and shoulders better, but clearly the better. The better player on the roster. I don't know. I'm. I'm just kind of. I'm excited, I, dude. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a fan of Courtney Lee, yeah. Joe Kim Noah. He's he's pretty trash. I don't he's, even know. If, you know. He didn't play at all last season. Uh, I don't know. I think he's possibly gonna give him some minutes this season. But you know, I mean, the second highest paid player on the team, man. Not a good Easily. contract. Cantor is so bad. Cantor's making twenty million dollars. By the way, that's pretty crazy. How how is Enos Cantor making got twenty that, mil? Uh, restricted free agent offer about a year ago from uh, Jeez. yeah, the the Thunder matched it when Portland offered it to him, which just wild amount of money. It was that year that everybody got paid. Uh, thirty and a half. Uh, thirty and a half. I'm going over. I'm doing. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go over. You're gonna go over. You think they're good enough to to win that? I think they. I think they break thirty wins this game this year. Hey, I love it. There's no more D rows to keep the ball from Porzingis. Uh, thank God. So. Uh, I'm. Pro- I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go under. I know I'm. I, you know, I don't know if this four, lines four. up if we went win by win across the NBA schedule, <laughs> but but I'm still. I'm. I'm just gonna bank on it. Uh, I think. I, I think I'm gonna go under with them again. Uh, so we have. Uh, you going? Uh, I think they're probably like a 30 win team, like 29 win team. They're gonna be yeah, another going over. Bottom. I think, I think they're some injury concerns too. Yeah, I think so. I. I don't know. I'm. I. I, I believe in this Knicks team. I like the. I like them without Carmelo. Yeah, there you go. I, honestly, I hope they I hope they play well. 
I really want to see a good Knicks team. They always play. They always put them on like Christmas, Christmas Day, and all that stuff. Like I'd rather have a good game to watch than some trash. I mean, it's good when the good like when now that Boston is really good again. Like it's all, the NBA is always better when those teams and those markets are good. So the Lakers coming back, getting more hype. Like it's just good. The me, you know media just gets better. So, um, so yeah, uh, we're uh, we differ a little bit there. You're going over. I'm going under. Uh, next is gonna be where did it go? Next the is the Pacers. Thirty-one and a half. Really close. Thirty-one and a half. Um, you know they. Uh, they also made an off-season move <laughs> right before the draft, uh, getting rid of Paul George for not the best package in the world. Uh, Victor Oladipo and uh, Demonis Sabonis, a highly criticized trade. Uh, highly criticized. It was it was pretty pretty well known that they were offered more. They were offered picks previously during the season. Uh, for Paul George, the trade deadline and whatnot, from teams like Boston and and, and what and uh, L.A. and stuff. What I and mean, they they trade for what they want. I'm not gonna go into the the general management here for them, but the roster as it is, you know, Oladipo, Miles Turner is is kind of stand out as the better players on this team. Lance Stevenson kind of making a slight resurgence with them, um, filled with some young guys. Corey Joseph was a was an addition that they made uh, in on the offseason that's a decent player, Darren Collison. They don't really have a good starting point guard. They have a they have two good backup point guards in Joseph and Collison, so we'll see if that limits them uh, in as the season goes on. Uh, but they are very solid players. Solid players there. TJ Leaf was their draft pick. Um, a couple and Thaddeus Young still there, Glenn Robinson. It's it's a decent team. I think they're gonna they, I think they're going to be better like then people when people look at the roster and people envision like oh that trade they made for Paul George that team's going to suck. I don't think they're going to be that bad. I think if they stay oh. healthy, they're going to I think they're going to challenge honestly for that 8 seed in the East. Uh negative. Yeah, I mean that that's my opinion just because I think that they're they're some of their young players and Oladipo is just considered garbage now. I think he's going to play a little bit a little bit uh, better than people think. So my pick is going to be over for them. See, I'm I'm gonna not not much to say about the Pacers. You know, they got rid of they got rid of Paul George. I think they're gonna be horrendous. <laughs> I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna be in the they're gonna go. I'm I'm under. Not much to talk about with the Pacers. I mean, Victor Oladipo. I think he's garbage. Um, I don't mean I can't. Uh, Lance Stevenson. I'm I'm all in on Lance Stevenson. I love that guy. <laughs> so you're gonna go under. I'm under, dude. I could go. I would go if their line was set at you know 29. I would go under. <laughs> so you're you're looking at them to be one of those bottom dwellers. That's probably that's kind of your yeah. your take on it. I'm pretty down. I'm pretty down on the Pacers. Huh? Understandable. There there's not a lot to like there. Um, no. Yeah, but um, old Al Jefferson. I'm going under. Old Al Jefferson. Don't forget about him. <laughs> uh, no, man. definitely. Um, so you're going you're going over. I'm going under. What we got next? Uh, Orlando Magic. Another Ooh. trash Eastern Conference squad. Uh, their their win total is, I believe, 33, uh, 33 and a half. Um, seems like it's been there for the last <laughs> five years. People expect them to make a slight jump, uh, and they 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 keep disappointing. Uh, they hired Frank Vogel last year. Uh, didn't really see much of a change. Where people thought they'd play better defensively and get some of those young guys to defend. They still have a lot of question marks. Uh, Vucevic can still score with the best of them, but 
Is he, you know, they weren't able to, to find a trade market for him. Aaron Gordon continues to look and show flashes of a NBA, you know, 3-4 slash combo, but seems like just they can't fit him into how they want to run their offense. Uh, you know, in my opinion, Alfred Payton is just not that good of a player. I feel like in about a year, I think, is when he gets a new contract. And I think he's going to get – whatever he gets paid is going to be more than he more than he should. He's going to get paid like one of those middle-of-the-road rookie, you know, because there's just, you know, people want to make sure they don't let somebody good go. But he's, he hasn't showed that he can shoot at, a, you know, an elite level. So not there, you know, John, I did like the Jonathan Isaac draft pick out of Florida State. I really think he's got some potential. And the Jonathan Simmons signing, they got him very, very cheap. And he's still probably right in the middle of his prime coming off that, uh, him coming out of the D-League with San Antonio. Uh, they have some nice people. They resign. They they signed Maurice Spates, most Mo buckets. Uh, I like Mario Azanjo, but he still can't get on the court. I'm probably gonna go. Man, I want to go under really bad. I really want to go under. But I think they're go probably under. gonna win like 34, 35 games. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, I think what tilts it for me is Elford Payton's hair. Ah, um, it does tilt a lot of things. It does, it does tilt a lot of things. I don't know. I'm kind of neutral on, on the Magic. Probably won't watch any of their games, if I'm being completely honest. I mean, I love, I absolutely love Aaron Gordon. I think he can jump out of the gym. I think he, if he developed a shot, like a more consistent shot, I think he would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm kind of I'm neutral on, uh, on the Magic. I mean, yeah, I do like, I do like the whole – I like Terrence Ross. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I'm a Terrence Ross fan. Uh, not he's many fun. people are very high on him. Yeah, he's he's a fun he's a fun person to watch. Jonathan Isaac, I'm pretty interested to see how that uh, kind of turns out. But I'm kind of if it's 33 and a half, I'm I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go over. Oh, so we're both uh, we're both over on the Magic. Like we said, I think they're yeah. right on the border of uh, um, you know right right there on like 34, 35 wins. So uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, the next is a team that has one of the highest salaries. Or highest, like yeah, guaranteed salaries in the NBA. They're right there on the luxury tax line. They may even be paying it. Uh, Detroit Pistons, thirty-eight and a half wins. So we're getting a little, a little higher now, a little closer to forty for the East. Um, they, uh, they didn't re-sign Contavious Caldwell Pope. They drafted Luke Kennard out of Duke, who uh, a lot of people like. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I don't know. If I'm, he's, a, I'm a fan. Of, you know, top I'm a fan fifteen of Luke pick. Kennard. Yeah, I don't know if he's good enough to be a top fifteen pick, but. But, you know, that's not uh, – he definitely could be a good player, uh, could be a solid player, especially a scorer. He can shoot from, from distance, so not bad. They traded a great trade for Avery Bradley, who will be a free agent, but still, for what they gave up, he was worth it. A um, couple young players, Stanley Johnson, Tobias Harris, uh, showed things. Reggie Jackson had a bad season last year. Drummond had a bad season uh, coming off of his big contract, both of them, Jackson and Drummond. Uh, mate, you know, in hindsight, those deals they gave out look kind of bad. I still, I'm not a Reggie Jackson fan, but I don't think that him and Drummond are throwaways. They can still salvage uh, their careers there. Um, they just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I feel what you're. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. My thing is like, how many wins do you have to have to get the eight seed? And I feel like that's how many they'll have. They'll be within a game or two of the eight seed. They'll be within a game. Yeah, I agree. I love the I love the addition of Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris. I've kind of always been a fan of. Um, I th- I think that he's 
kind of underrated. Not very underrated because he's, you know, middle of the road. He's definitely just a rotation guy. But yeah, John, Johnny Badger, John Luer, third highest, <laughs> no, fourth highest paid person on their team at over $10 million. I think that's kind of a little bit <laughs> yeah. insane. But I think, I think Andre Drummond bounces back. I think the addition of Avery Bradley, it's – it's trending to be the closer to the eight seed than most people would want. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna if if the win total is thirty eight and a half, I dude, I don't know. I oh, no, I can't go over. She I can't go it? over. I'm gonna go under. You're gonna go under for him. It's not a bad. I'm gonna bet. go under. I mean, they're right there. They're like like they're picked to be like the ninth uh, lowest or ninth highest over under in the. In the West or in the East, so I mean, they're Vegas kind of feels the same way. They're going to be that ninth or tenth best team if they go under that. So I think, uh, let me see. I, I'm going to go under. Drummond I'm going to go back. under too. I'm going to go under. I you think it's going to go under. Gonna go under. Yeah. It's going to be they're going to blow up the situation. They're going to fire Stan Van Gundy. Uh, he's still trying to do that coach GM thing like Doc Rivers was trying to do. They're gonna realize it's a bad call. Kind of worked out. So yeah, it didn't. Yeah, didn't really work out. So uh, I think they'll probably go under too. That just because my bet that they're gonna blow up the kind of management situation that they have and try to salvage the last couple of years of those young players that they have. So we'll both uh, we're both going under on them. Uh, Thirty-eight and a half. I do, I do. I do. I do like the Avery Bradley trade though. Yeah, I like that. No, I do too. He's gonna he's gonna get him a good contract. He's a he's a good like fourth best player on your team. Can guard anybody. Shoot the three, you know. Put the ball on the ground a little bit. He's a slasher, so he's like he's like Tony Allen if he could shoot, literally. Yeah. Like if he could shoot hey. from three, he's Tony Allen. Um, yeah. This next one, I'm I'm, oh, I'm kind of excited about. This go team. for it. I'm kind of excited. The Philadelphia 76ers at 42 and a half. Yeah. That's uh, that's a tough line because mainly because they. They haven't really played together, if we're being completely honest with ourselves. They haven't played together. Um, but but I think this team might be one of the most fun teams to watch just because you have Ben Simmons first year. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, let's, let's hope he can play at least 50 games this season. You added J.J. Redick. Oh, one year, $23 million. I don't, I don't hate the, I don't hate the, the sign. I mean, I think you could have got him a, a little bit less than you did, but hey, you know, he still he still is very serviceable from three point range. I mean, I think this team's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be really really fun. Yeah, I mean, I saw him, uh, you know, play that most of the entire game against the Grizzlies that they played a couple about a week ago. Uh, ben Simmons, a six ten point guard coming down on you looks crazy. I mean, there was like Jermichael Green, our starting power forward, was guarding him, bringing the ball up. And that's like, yeah, he's not a bad defensive matchup, but it's weird seeing your power forward guard the guy that's handling the ball. It's kind of like a, you know, Kevin Durant or Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo uh, type of deal where your your ball your main ball handler is probably the tallest guy on your starting lineup. Um, he's uh, – Fultz is – Fultz like changed his jump shot. He's having some issues. Like Fultz, I was I'm big on Fultz. I love Fultz, Markel Fultz. That is their first round draft pick. He's like changed his jump shot. Can't hit free throws. Shooting terrible from the outside. I don't know what's going on. There may be some mental stuff there. Like maybe he tried to be too perfect with something or tweak something that didn't need to be tweaked. He's a forty percent three point shooter. That's great, you know, in college and usually that translates somewhat. 
Uh, really like Simmons. Don't know how it's going to flow with their offense, but they did surround him with shooters like Covington and Redick and, uh, and Joel Embiid, if he can stay healthy, obviously. I think he's an all-star this year. So um, I'm, I'm big on the Sixers. I know it's unprecedented for them to probably win over 40 games with like all the rookies that they have and the young guys that they have. But I'm going to go over. I really think they're going to probably be in the top six, top five in the playoffs. I don't think. Oh, yeah. easily. I think uh, I, I think they're going to be better than the Miami Heat and the Charlotte Hornets. So absolutely, they're going to be up there. Like I would them them, them being in that five to eight range is a guarantee. Is that's my lock. Uh, best case scenario, I think they probably are like the five or the six seed, and that's just if everything clicks and everybody stays healthy. You know, that's like a obviously a best case. So I'm going to go over. I think. I think what we just witnessed is J Max hot take of the day. What? You you called it the five to eight, the the, the the five to eight seed. You called it seventy sixers, the lock of, yeah, the day. Yeah, I mean, Jake, I, think Jake, be, Jake, I think they're going to win. Straight, I think they're going to win forty five games, and I think that'll be enough. The East is going to be top heavy. Cleveland and Boston will have over fifty wins. I think Toronto. Oh, we'll get to that later. I don't want to spoil that. But yeah, I think they're going to be. Right. You know, we'll do we'll do kind of like a breakdown you know, of what we think they'll finish, but but yeah, I think that's good enough. Uh, they, we both we're both high on them. We're both going over. A lot of fun there. They're just might as well bet on the See, bet on the upside of their 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 squad. So I'm gonna do it. Let's uh let's kind of jump to. I'm gonna go over as well, just to kind of mark my territory. Just I did it, pissing on the fire hydrant, marking it over, going <laughs> over. Um, the two teams you kind of touched on. We're not gonna let's not. We'll just kind of briefly touch on them. Uh, the Miami Heat at 43 and a half, and the Charlotte Hornets at 42 and a half. Kind of right there. Um, same win, same win totals, same same kind of projection. Vegas thinks they're kind of going to be the same team. Uh, we both agree that the 76ers are going to be better than the Miami Heat and the Charlotte Hornets. So let's let's kind of let's kind of briefly, you know, just kind of one off those. Those are middle of the road teams that. You know, I, it is what it is. I think this, this Hornets line too was based. I don't think they've changed it since Nicholas Batum got listed for uh, out being out for almost the entire season. He's going to be either most of the season or the entire season, which you know there is their starter. He's a starter, starting wing for them. So uh, I don't know if that number takes this in, but we'll just look at it like it is. And uh, like yeah, I think these two teams under the the Heat Absolutely. were got hot last year, made a lot of people kind of swoon and like oh they almost made the playoffs they basically kind of ruined a good pick that they could have had. Um, they had an unrealistic yeah. second unrealistic, half of the season. Unrealistic, yeah. I don't honest. think they're that good. Of, I mean, they re-signed, they re-signed Deion Waiters, so he's he deserved a contract. I'm glad they gave it to him. I don't think he, he's, a, he's an all-star, but I, I don't hate their roster. I mean, they got Kelly Olenek. Uh, Kelly Olenek. Uh, they still have Goran Dragic. They uh, – the year two of the big contract for uh, Hassan Whiteside. I, I, li- I really like Bam Adebayo. I think he's going to end up being a starter for them down the line somehow, playing in the four probably. But, um, but yeah, I, I think they're – it's tough that where that number is because I think they're going to be right at that number. That's where they were like last year. Uh, I think I think he 43-and-a-half, Charlotte Hornets 42-and-a-half. I'm going both under. You're going both under? Both under. Yeah, I'm gonna go I love Hassan Whiteside. I'm going to go under like, on the Hornets and over on the Heat because I think they're going to win like 44 or yeah. 45 games. Yeah. I, right I love I love Hassan Whiteside. I, 
I think that I think that he has uh, some some pretty good talent. I'm, I'm not completely sold on him, but yeah, both both under for me. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and you sit on the Hornet. Yeah, I, I like Malik Monk there. He's played. He's scored a lot in the preseason. I'm interested to see. Obviously, with Batum going out, he's going to get a lot more minutes. So that'll be fun to watch. I don't think he's going to make them a playoff team, but they may. They, I mean. They'll be there in that, like I said, with the with the Detroit Pistons uh, in them for in the Pacers for that last couple of playoff spots. So, um, so yeah, uh, uh, we're uh, you're going under on both. I'm going over on the uh, I'm going over on the Heat and under on the on the uh, Hornets. Uh, next, uh, kind of your top five here: uh, Washington Wizards at forty-seven and a half. Them and the Bucks both are for at forty-seven and a half. Um, they're at fourth and fifth highest numbers. Uh, Washington brought everybody back. Not really any moves to, you know, they re, they gave a ton of money to Otto Porter. Um, uh, Which is kind of, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, I, I, you bring you bring that up there, but he's he's paid higher than both Bradley Bradley Beal and John Wall. Well, yeah, well, John Wall did sign that big extension, though. He, uh, I think he's, yeah. I think he either is still contemplating it or he's go, like he already did. But it was that uh, really large, kind of that James Harden extension, that, the type money, because they're a similar draft class. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, he's he's there for the long haul. They weren't really in a position to go out and get anybody. They didn't have very many trade no. pieces, and they didn't have any cap room because of all their contracts with Beal and Wall. So doubling down was probably the, the right move there. Uh, I like the Yeah, like Kelly Oubre showed a little bit last year. Markeith Morris, if he can – I think he had – a an injury in preseason. Gortat is decent. Um, brought in Jody Meeks. I mean, I think they're going to be yeah. similar to what they were last year. I don't think. It, I think they'll honestly probably be like a four seed, four or five seed. That number yeah. forty-seven and a half. I'm going to go. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. You are. Yeah. Man. Okay. I'll I'll go under for the simple fact that I think that I think that Bradley Beal and and uh, John Wall. With the combination of Otto Porter as well, I think it's I think it's a recipe for kind of I think they're going to work well together. I think it's very a very cohesive bunch. I think doubling down is was definitely the way to go. I mean that's the only real move they had. I know that Bradley Beal and John Wall they 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 call each other uh, you know brothers. Blood couldn't kind of bring them any closer, yeah. and they they got a good they got a good relationship. So I think it's. I'm going to go over. I like the way they play. I'm going to, I'm actually headed to see them um, at the end of November, so okay. that's that's pretty exciting. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to that uh, Trailblazers um, Wizards game in DC. Oh, so interesting. No easy buckets takes hey, on DC. Got to get the media pass. Got to apply for it ahead of time. Don't forget. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that I'm, would be I'll hilarious if you asked them a question. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to. Yeah, do and then the same same number was Milwaukee. Uh, on a uh, Greek freak, obviously coming off a huge season where he's getting MVP votes. Uh, Jabari Parker, hopefully going to be healthy for most of the season. Chris Middleton's back from an injury. He played good down the stretch. Thon Maker, one more year in. He started a lot of games for them last year. He's stu- still super young, allegedly. We don't actually know when he was born. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I love it. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, a sleeper rookie of the year campaign. Uh, Really, really played good. I like Starter it. didn't play well in the postseason, but obviously being a probably was asked a little bit. To, he overachieved probably. Like that's probably his ceiling was the type of season he had last year. Um, but I really liked the player. Really like. I wanted the Grizzlies to draft him. I uh, thought he would have really been a nice pick. Um, but yeah, uh, I think they're going to go over. I really think that the star power yeah. up at the top 
is going to be enough for them. Uh, Greg Monroe re-signed with them too. Uh, I think it's and Tony Snell brought back too. So I think it's going to be. I think they're going to probably be the four or the three seed. Uh, I think they're. I'm going to go over for them. Probably around 48, 49 wins. No, I agree with you. I uh, I love the allegedly the Thon Maker. There's no way that guy was born in '97. No, um, no absolutely yeah. not. Somebody forged his birth certificate 100. Yeah. Uh, I do like I do like the Malcolm Brogdon edition. Um, well, it's his second year. Um, they I know they got DJ Wilson and Sterling Brown both uh, in in this all season. Both rookies coming out of Michigan. One coming out of SMU. Um, I think this team honestly is as good as Giannis is going to be. To be honest, if I'm being completely honest, I love Jabari Parker. I love his game. Um, uh, I think that they're going to be as good as Giannis is, to be honest. Um, I know that Kevin Durant came out, and he's, his ceiling is the is to be, you know, the the greatest of all time, the best player of all time. That That's was, yeah, ceiling. Katie's quote. I don't think he's good. Katie's quote, uh, he said that, uh, that Giannis was his favorite player to watch. Um, I know we kind of talked about it, too. Uh, we don't – I think that we agreed that uh, we never think he's going to be an elite level shooter, um, yeah. but he's definitely really fun to watch. Super athletic. He can improve uh, on what he's doing. Of... I think he will, but he he'll never be. I don't think he'll ever be the best player in the league. Like he may, he has a yeah. shot to win MVP, which I guess technically would be the best player in the league. But I don't know if he's good enough to win them a championship. So that's kind of yeah, where I... the, the ceiling is on him. So. We're lo- we're lo- both yep. looking at them to be over uh, forty seven and a half. Yep. Uh, pretty good season for them. I want to touch. I want to do the Cavs and Celtics together. So I want to touch on the Raptors really quick. Their number is forty eight and a half. Their major moves of the off season was uh, retaining, uh, excuse me, retaining Cal Lowry. Uh, brought him back. Uh, signed him to a big deal. Uh, second year of the of Demar Derozan's big deal. Um, also, uh, they also re signed. Sergi Baca, so they're going back kind of them with the top three players. Resign Norman Powell, who was a solid player in the playoffs for them. Um, OG Ananobi was their draft pick. He was uh, really he had an injury that had dro- dropped his stock, but many thought he was a lottery pick. So they got good value there. Brought in CJ Miles to be a shooter. Got rid of the Damari Carroll contract. Gave him some money, some leeway. Solid moves there. Going to go roll with Delon Wright as their backup point guard, and still have Jonas Valanciunas as their starting center. Um, I think they're a good team. I think they are going to be just like they have been in the past seasons. Yeah, I think they're going to be – they're a well-coached team. They're going to win a lot of regular season games. I think they're – honestly, I think they're going to have a very close win total to the Cavs, which I'll get into why I think that soon. But uh, I think they're going to be a solid three seed, which I think they snuck in as the three seed last year uh, uh, after starting kind of slow and being four and five. But, yeah, I think that's going to be – I think that's going to be where they are. Uh, I'm going to go over 48 and a half for them. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I love the team. I love it. It's, it's a solid team. It's a solid, solid East team. Uh, I think when you when we talk about the East, there's there's really you know four, maybe five teams uh, that we can really talk about. That's kind of mm-hmm. uh, even worth talking about in the East. And I think they're they're definitely. I think they're the third seed, third or fourth, three, four. Um, I think that you can kind of put the Wizards up there too as well. Yeah. Um, but I think that DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, I do, I do, I'm, I'm a big Fred Van Vliet fan. <laughs> I don't, I mean, hey, he's a solid I, guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I do. I, I love the guy. I love his game. Um, but I think um, Serge, 
Serge on that team, he uh, he's definitely the presence that they – Low I, post, I, yeah, I, defensively like especially. They, yeah, I was about to say. Well, especially with Valanciunas as well. So, I mean, I'm going to go over, and I can't wait to I can't wait to hear why you think they're going to be as good as All the Cavs. All right, well, that's – Their win That'll be – without, without Yeah, further that'll ado. get us into the Cavs and the, the Celtics. Um, uh the Boston is the top win total uh, projected, 56.5, and, and the Cavaliers are 53.5. Um, three games difference. Uh, that was how they finished last year as far as one and two seed. Boston sneak, snuck it out in the final week. The Cavs are, you know, notorious. Uh, well, LeBron James's teams in the past are notorious for uh, – are notorious for uh, you know getting that number two seed and then going to the finals. It's something I, I, I hesitate to say it's a strategy. <laughs> I won't go that far, but I can. You can definitely tell that especially LeBron run teams don't put so much emphasis on where you finish as long as you have home court. As long as you can have a home court in the first two rounds, you know a, a chance to sweep or win in five games like they did last year. That's the the main concern, and then once you get in the conference finals, you'll just do what you have to do. So uh, I think uh, Cleveland at fifty three and a half. The, you know the notable moves they made. They most recently brought in <laughs> uh, Dwayne Wade, but they also traded their second best player, Kyrie Irving, to the Celtics for um, uh, for Isaiah Thomas, uh, J- uh, Jay Crowder, and a pick. Um, also, you know, throw in a uh, big guy um, Zijic. So. Um, they made some moves. Uh, I like their squad. I like LeBron. Obviously, I'm a big LeBron guy. I think, though, the way they're going to run, I think they're going to go under. I think they're going to win right around 51, 52 games, secure that two seed. But they're going to be in a battle with uh, Toronto for it. So they're going to have to secure that game. But I don't think that they're going to have the pedal to the metal the full season. They're going to do what they have to do yeah. to get the two seed. And they're going to go, uh, I think they're going to win less than 53 and a half games. So. See, see, and I think that this this team, when you as far as under over under is concerned, I mean, I I don't think that they they care to win, you know, the fifty seven, fifty eight, sixty games. I think that they're very comfortable at the two three seed. Right. Um, as long as I feel like as long as they have, as long as they're in the you know two, I th- I think they're the second seed is where they're kind of like honing in on. I think that you you hit it right on the head when you were talking about Toronto and, and um. Cleveland battling it out for that number that number two seed. I think that the Cavaliers are the best team in the East. If I'm being completely honest, uh, I think the trade. While I love Kyrie Irving um, and his game, and the I know why the Celtics did it. He's definitely a future player, uh, definitely banking on the future. But I think if you're talking about right now, um, I think that Isaiah Thomas and Kyrie Irving, they're not that far off from each other right now if we're talking about here and now. So I do think that um, with Kevin Love, Isaiah Thomas, like J- like JR, he's coming off the bench, reportedly coming off the bench. Yeah, Dwayne Wade's going to get the start. Um, I mean, yeah, to piss him off. I mean, I That's think a bit. JR is all so, about his attitude. JR is all about his attitude. So I think that that kind of could factor into it as well. But I think LeBron's going to – he's going to get his head uh, his head, on his head back into the game. But I – Dude, but I think that I think that Derrick Rose coming off the bench, I, like if the cease, if the preseason is anything that is going to be telling about the the regular season, I think Derrick Rose might be, you know, the the bench X factor on how this team. 
I'm, is going to play this year. And that's it's, a, it's so weird for me to say that. But I think Derrick Rose is going to be a pretty crucial part of this team. I, I'm, I'm gonna also going to go under, 53.5. I'm going to go under. But I think that this is the best team in the East. Okay. Yeah, well, that leads into the Celtics. Uh, they're 56.5. They obviously added Kyrie Irving. Um, held on to uh, the rest of their guy. Added Gordon Hayward. Um, a couple of draft picks, Simi Ojale and uh, uh, Jason Tatum. Uh, Jalen Brown in year two, looking to be at the starting two guard probably. Uh, brought Yibiseli over uh, from China. Um, he's looked at as a possible role player as well. Um, Al Horford obviously anchoring down that defense, low post-wise. Uh, not a great rebounder. That's been their issue in the past, but I think um, I think they're good enough. Obviously, I, th- I think they're going to be the one seed again this year. 56.5 is their number. I I would pick the Cavs to go to the finals over them, but I think that Boston is going to have the best record. I am picking them to go under 56.5, though, because they I think they won like 51, 52 last year, um, one game or so better than the Cavs. I think they're going to be similar this year, but I think it's going to be around 54, 55 instead of 56.5. So I'm going to go under the 56 and a half, uh, but still picking them to go as the one seed. Yeah, no, I think they get one seed. Um, uh, I think I think Kyrie Irving is going to going to find like his his niche. His, I mean, he's it's going to be his team. This is going to be his chance. I don't know if he's going to be. He's number one talent wise. He's the number one guy. I feel like, but um, I don't know, man. I just it's. He wanted he wanted the reins, and we're gonna see night, what he's gonna do with one. it. But I do think they're opening gonna, night, we're gonna see how that is gonna be. Yeah, I'll, yeah, exactly. I think that I think it might take more than a year for him to get his legs on being the floor general that he wants to be. Yeah. But uh, I I do think that they're the number one seed in the East um, because he I mean he offensively he's yeah. insane. Uh, but if we if we talk about him and, and Gordon Hayward along with Al Horford, I mean, I think that they they're young enough to run up and down the floor with with the best of them. So nice. I'm gonna go under, but I think they're the number one team in the East. Uh, if we're if we're talking about it, like I'll just say it, I'll say it again, I'm a huge Cavs fan this year. Um, to go to the finals, uh, but yeah. under. Under yeah, we're both in agreement that they're, the Cavs would be the finals pick, but we also think that the I think these numbers are a little high. So, uh, going under on both the uh, Celtics and the Cavs, but that's probably our that's our consensus one-two team. So it's going to be a fun opening night. It's going to be a fun season with them. Uh, those two teams battling it out, along with Toronto and Milwaukee, probably up there in Washington. So it's going to be overall uh, exciting time. Exciting Eastern Conference top heavy. Uh, I'm I'm anxious to see the Sixers compete. So, uh, yeah, that's the Eastern Conference. Hey, uh, and let's uh, we. So tomorrow, yeah. the the they play. We're tomorrow Tuesday they play. Yeah. Um, so we may or may not do an emergency podcast right after the game to kind of talk about what we think. Just some some. <laughs> Overhyped up comments that mean that are yeah. meaningless in the in the in the in the thick of it. But hey, it's gonna be a fun game. I'm gonna be watching. Jacob's gonna be watching. It's gonna let's be do fun. it. But Prime time. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we'll, we'll, yeah. Let us let us know how awful of uh, how awful we are at picking these over unders. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm think, sure so. we're gonna be really wrong if if my betting history serves serves as a evidence. Don't here. at me. 
don't at me, but at no easy buckets underscore on Twitter. You can definitely at there. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tweet out these and also, uh, some polls or something get, get kind of funny with it, but thanks guys. We'll be back. Uh, as we said tomorrow with uh, Western conference and a little Grizz individually. So, all right, no easy buckets. Peace. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me high. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me high. Pull up to the spot, high as ever. Niggas know the code. I don't love nigga, my dogs with me. Bitches love us cause we keep it realer than most. They love the way I talk. I blend in like I'm from the ends, but I just flown in from New York. What's the word? Business just jumping. Milk hit my line, face bring the haze, step is on the way. Jammer hit my line, bring Blakey for the energy. I'm everywhere like surround sound. You niggas can never get rid of me. What the fuck they thought, dog? I've been glowing. You cash is now getting passports. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me hot. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me hot. I just copped the flat. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me hot. From dollars to pounds, pounds to euros, zero CN. Been keeping it thorough. We flying again, Elena Kyoto. They taking my photo. When I hop out the bins, we flying again. On my way to the ends. Just check out the logo, we been doing this. From Lille to Paris, Barcelona, Girona, Berlin out to Belgium. I almost missed my flight at Copenhagen. I was drunk and high, but I made it. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me hot. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me hot. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me hot. I just copped the flight. Soon as I touch down in your city, I'ma need that green and keep me hot. I'ma need that green and keep me hot.